Welcome to the Sober Podcast, part of the Soberverse created by the team at the Sober Network. The Sober Network has engaged in revolutionizing the treatment industry by creating its own token economy. We offer fresh ideas to an industry that has relied on dated interventions. We are responsive to a new generation of substance users who are attached to their phones so we can impact massive social change. Our unmatched technology displays solutions of our various brands, demonstrating a thorough understanding of how we get things done. We are proving that technology, along with incentivized human accountability, provides measurable and positive outcomes. Visit us at SoberNetwork.com. Welcome to the Sober Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Brickhouse, and I'm excited to have our guest, Sober Liberty, Kim Bellis, uh, on the Sober Podcast today. Kim is digital is a digital editor, creator, and a forward thinker in our community who created Sober is the new cool. Love that. I absolutely love that. To encourage others to recover out loud and in her um and in her own words, quote bringing awareness to end the stigma associated with mental health and addiction. And I am all for that. Thank you for joining us on the Sober Podcast, Kim. It's great to have you on today. Thanks so much. I'm so honored to be here, Jamie. Great. Listen, um, please just jump right in and tell our guest um, what made you start Sober is the New Cool. uh, And when did you start it? And tell us what it's about. So basically, in 2013, my son, Matthew, uh, started having grand mal seizures from one day to the next. He was an avid football player, Mm -hmm. huge sports kid, and he was full on epileptic from one day to the next. So needless to say, our life just turned upside down from playing football. When that happened? 13. Uh So from going to playing football five nights a week to not even being able to ride a bike because I was so afraid he the next seizure would come. Um, so uh, one thing led to the next, they put him on medication. And at that point we were basically told he would never not have to take medication and alcohol and medication, as we all know, doesn't mix. So, um, after <laughs> but a, a lot few of months, us mix it you, anyway. <laughs> yes, well, they do. And so basically, uh, at the beginning, you know, he, I said, okay, after a few months, I said, you're, you're doing better. You got to go out, be with your friends. And then he'd call me and say, mom, I don't fit in. Everybody's doing drugs or drinking. 
And so come and get me. So the third time it happened, I said, this is ridiculous. You know, you don't need wine to have fun or booze. And as I said it, I had the biggest glass of wine in my hand. (laughs) And I said, okay, what a hypocrite you are. So I said, I don't know, it was like a truck hit me. I just said, Matthew, I'm going to stop drinking for three months. And to support you and prove to you that we don't need alcohol to have fun. Three months came and went. And he said, see, you could be like everybody else now. So I said, okay, I'm going to do six months. And it'll be 10 years, January 12th, 2023, that I've never touched another draw. Yep. Love it. January 12th happens to be my biological birthday. So um, that's a great date (laughs) in my world. Yes, it is. That's great. Um, And do you, um, so you've been sober, uh, what did you say, 12 years? 13, no, how many years? Ten, ten, it'll, be, ten years. it'll be 10 years. It'll be 10, 10 years, years in January. January. Yeah. And yeah. Um, did, did you, I mean, do you, you did it. I mean, the, the impetus was to um, to stop drinking in support of your son. And yes. do you think you were, are an alcoholic or an addict or, I mean, was it a problem for you? Were you a problem drinker? No, yeah, probably what you would call a gray area drinker, I guess mm-hmm. is the, the new it word, whatever. Yeah. Um, did I drink too much? I think so now looking back at yeah. the time. No, I did fundraisers for cancer. I was the class mom. I did everything you're supposed to do. Uh, was I happy? Not like I am today. And was I living? I think I was living half a life because I love my life now. So I just, there's just no comparison on what I thought I, you know, I was happy and what I am today. Yeah, I truly yeah. feel like I, I, I found what I was looking for. I find your, I love your story and I find it so fascinating because I um, uh, am an alcoholic um, and an addict and I, and I, you know, and I drank extremely alcoholically and, and, and I had a few bottoms, you know, before, before I got sober. Um, I definitely needed to get sober, but I had, didn't until I, I didn't finally truly get to sober until I had the desire. And, but I had that same revelation um, at some point early in my sobriety. It was like, Oh my God, I really, I thought I needed alcohol and drug and or drugs, but I didn't. And I, you know, and, and I enjoy, so I'm very social person and love parties and love, you know, um, and, and I realized I didn't need alcohol to enjoy the party. And so tell me what, what that looks like for you in terms of, um, uh, that realization of not, you know, that, that it's so much, in other words, uh, well, now, now, let me back up. You've already said that you don't, you know, you realize you didn't need alcohol to, um, to have fun. And I am so happy that I don't have it in my life anymore. And like, I don't even want it. Even if you told me, you know, you could have a day off and with drink with, with impunity, I would say no. Um, what is that like for you? Like if someone said, oh, you know what? You're not really enough. Al- or maybe you say you are not really an alcoholic. Well, listen, you know what? Today you could have a few drinks. What's the big deal? Well, to me, to be honest with you, alcohol is not a stranger in my family. We, we had a lot of problems with alcohol. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I, to me, I think looking back, drinking a bottle of wine a night and or a martini is way too much. Yeah. So was I a functioning alcoholic? Maybe. I don't know. All I know is for me right now, 
I will never take that chance to lose what I found. And I have to say in the last 10 years, I mean, even this summer, I was at a party and somebody had a bottle of pink champagne that I hadn't seen in years. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, you know, I went, you know, that thing where you go, and I went, yes. okay, turn around, turn around, quick, quick, you know? So I think there's got to be some sort of issue there, right? I right. mean, come on, let's call a spade a spade. So I yeah. turned around and walked away quite quickly, and that was the end of the night quite quickly. So Great. that's okay, you know? It comes and goes. So I think, yes, I must have had a problem with it. And, you know, over the years when I've, said you know in passing to my kids when I was doing something oh I'm just gonna have a martini they both turned around and looked at me with big eyes and said no mom don't so obviously I, w- I wasn't the best communicator with booze in me right right and, and and it alters your personality I mean you know yes. yeah 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 and, um, and you, I don't I feel like what I'm not I was never sorry for what I said I was sorry for how I said it right so mm. That doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. I know. I just, I, I, I you know, I don't, um, uh, I'm not one of those now non-drinkers that, that does, that judges other people for, for no, the, the alcohol. No. I'm not one of those, but I ha- I feel like life in general, I think for everybody, but certainly for me is so much better um, without putting um, alcohol into it. You know, and and when you hear of, you know, you read a, a news story about someone who went crazy on the airplane or um, yeah. domestic violence um, or even murder or, you know, some terrible accident. And often in that story and sometimes buried. Oh, by the way, they were they were drunk. By the way, there was a yeah. lot of drinking. This, ha- this by the way, this happened after a night of boozing. I'm like, I think a lot yeah. of that would not have happened if um, alcohol wasn't poured into the picture. Yeah, and, like- it, and and I, I I believe it's a disease. I believe it's truly a disease, and alcohol and and drugs, I think, are just a band aid to someone's sadness or or trauma that they've experienced, and and that's why I want to remove you know this you you know something's wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. It, you you know you're just different. That's it, right? Yeah, yeah. What um, sober is the new cool? Uh, yes. Tell me more about uh, the, how how that has grown and and um, uh, <laughs> how others have been a part of it. Well, you know. And by the way, so funny- you, I, are my listeners? Um, fortunately, you cannot see. Uh, first of all, how gorgeous um, uh, Kim is, but also. Um, uh, she's got this great uh, sweatshirt or sweater on that says it's black. And then in white, it says sober is the new cool with a kind of a, it's a heart, right? White, white heart. Yeah. White heart. Yeah. So basically, you know, when it started, it was really just for Matthew to give him some sort of outlet and be able to kind of blame me, if you will, towards his friends. And my sister did the logo for me. I did a trademark just because I don't know why. And did a Facebook page and it just blew up. And I was getting messages from people from all over the world saying, I, I want to stop drinking or I, I, I have stopped drinking, but I'm having trouble getting through the day. Um, and I just started texting back and forth and, and direct messaging and it just kept growing. And the t-shirts and the hoodies were made 
One, it's not a money maker. Um, mm-hmm. We give away more t-shirts than we sell, actually. Uh, <laughs> but we, um, all the proceeds, once the t-shirts are paid for, we give back to mental health and addiction. And so the, the t-shirts have become a sense of pride for people to be able to wear a t-shirt and feel like they really accomplished something. I have a grandmother that, well, someone I didn't know was a grandmother, but she stopped drinking at 80. And she's two years sober. She'll be 82 in February, uh, uh, 83 in February. So it'll be three years in February. She's sober. And her grandkids wanted her to wear it at Christmas because they said they got their grandmother back. I mean, you can't make that up. You can't make that up. You know, (laughs) it makes me cry almost every time they tell the story. And, you know, I have young girls that, you know, have, have come such a long way. And, you know, I think really... Part of what sobers the new cool is, is just, I'm kind of like the go-between if they're going to a meeting or they need, um, you know, a wellness retreat, or I just kind of seem to find what they need or people in their area Mm -hmm. um, to connect with. And I think I've become like this, this mom figure without the I was just going to say, you are truly a sober mother and, you know. Yes. Beyond your son and, at this point. And you know what? We're going to take a quick commercial break um, okay. and we'll be back in just a few seconds. So stick with us. The Sober Podcast is giving a voice to recovery and is now part of the Soberverse. Join our new virtual sober environment where you can connect with other people like yourself or find helpful resources on the following digital spaces Soberverse.com, Sobernetwork.com, Sober.com, Sobersystems.com. Soberpodcast.com, Sobercoin.com, and RecoveryCoaches.com. And we're back talking to Kim, who we were just saying, I, I think is, is the ultimate sober mom, because with sober is the new cool, so many people reach out to her. Um, anyway, go on. Um, uh, and I, I think, you know what, uh, Jamie, for me, I feel it's I'm, I'm so blessed because people trust me with their lives and their stories and, you know, how to help them. And like I had one mother from South Africa that reached out because her son was on crystal meth. Mm. And I said, wait a second, let me get my iPad because I was on my phone. And I said, I think I know someone in South Africa, which I did. <laughs> and he actually was a recovering alcoholic and he was only 30 years old. So there was a good connection. And you know what? He's helped them. And the third time now, they've been successful so far. And he's clean, the young man. So I think that's kind of what I do. And, you know, and, I think you know, I'm just, just there. Want to interject here about, and I, and you said the word before I got a chance to say, but I mean, I was thinking it, which is connection. And this is, yes. you know, and being sober and staying sober is, is being connected. You know, yeah, uh, and that uh, because we help each other out um, in yeah so many ways, and yeah, and I have one young girl who asked me to do a tattoo, and I mean, I wasn't really the tattoo type, especially at fifty one or or fifty seven <laughs> when she asked me, but she was in London, England, and I was in Montreal, Canada, and we uh-huh. both went on our phones by WhatsApp and did our matching tattoos. And I thought, you know, that was my child asking someone to make them feel important enough. Mm -hmm. I just had to do it. And now it's become my best piece of jewelry, you know? So who knew, right? (laughs) What is it? What's the tattoo? What is it? uh, What's the sign? It's the infinity sign sign with one pink heart. Oops, wrong. Pink heart and one white heart. So, yeah. 
So I love it. You know, I mean, you just never know. And and, and this has given me such a meaning of purpose and 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 value because I think my whole life, and I think that's what I really want people to know is I don't want them to wait till they're 60 like I am to know they're enough and they matter mm-hmm. and someone really does love them, you know? Oh, I, I think I think what you're doing is is absolutely amazing. And um what it has been the most difficult struggle you faced since you've been sober and how did you face it or get through it? I think when I, I, I think when I'm helping someone and I can't seem to find the right piece to the puzzle, you know, I get, I get, or I feel like I'm not helping enough people. I get up and I think, okay, I haven't helped enough people this week. And I, I have to learn that, you know, Somehow it just always works out. I open my phone or my tablet and there's there's a reason for me to be where I am, where I am. But it's like I want so much more than what I'm doing. And I, I have to kind of, you know, step back and say, it's OK, you're, you're still you're you're working and it's good, you know, and, and remind myself that everything is happening for a reason. And mm-hmm. and, you know, I'll achieve everything I want with time, but you can't. Rome wasn't built in a day. Right. But I would <laughs> no. like it to be. Exactly. But it still sounds like you you suffer from what a lot of alcoholics you know the the disease of more you know whatever that yes. is like and, and also yes. I'm not enough. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and you know should have would have could have been right. Mm-hmm. I I still I feel you know sometimes if if you know someone's had a bump in the road and they don't reach back out to me right away at, you know I I don't want them to ever feel that I would judge. Cause I just won't, cause I will be there until we get it right. That's how I see it. Well, and I, you know, and, uh, they also say that, you know, g- giving, um, you know, you have to, to keep something, you have to give it away and, and, um, and helping people, you know, helps you. So it sounds like yes. that's, that's definitely what's happening in your life, but what is, what is your support? What's your support group, um, or our support network or so our means of finding, um, the support you need when, when things are, are, are tough for you? Well, I, I, you know, I've started to, you know, I, I exercise a lot more. I do meditation, which I'm not really great at. I can right. do them in short periods of time. <laughs> I'm not but I have to, I have to say that the sober community, the people that I have found in my life mm-hmm. in the last 10 years are probably the most sensitive, authentic people I've ever met. And they just seem to like my, my account had got hacked last year and I had a few people and, you know, one particular man in Beverly Hills, that's quite a big shot. And he kind of sent me a message like, okay, that's enough of your whining now. Stop it now. Just get back up and you start <laughs> over and that's it. Kind of like a slap, you know, like back uh-huh. at you. <laughs> and, you know, there, you know, and that was it. And, and I love Bobby for it because, you know, I just thought, gee whiz, you know, I needed somebody just to kind of say, stop complaining and, you know, get on with it. You know, for some reason it happened and you'll, you'll, you'll work it out and just rebuild. And, and that was it. And I, somehow I got my account back and everything worked out in the end. But, you know, I do have a lot of great people around me. Yeah. And when I am sad, I've learned to be able to reach out and, and express how I feel. And, you know, which is hard for me because I'm not normally, you know, when I get sad or, or I'm feeling frustrated, I kind of get in my little corner and, 
don't want anyone to know. So I'm learning I, to share. I, I can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. I still have a trouble, you know, expressing when I feel that way or, or asking for help, but it's, yeah. um, it's always uh, a journey. And um, how is your, uh, how's your son doing today? He's going to be five years seizure free January 24th. So we've got, yes. And, you know, like life is turned around. He's got a job at a bank now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, but he does not touch alcohol whatsoever anymore. At the beginning, there were a few times where we had some slips sure. and that didn't work, didn't work out so well. But now he's adamant on not touching alcohol. Um, but it's still hard. He's only 25 years old. So, you know, he, sh- I think, would still like to have tried to be the, you know, the crazy person or the person dancing on the bar or acting, you know, or, ta- you know, that liquid courage, what it does for sure. you. So sure. he's had to grow up quite fast without it, but he's doing remarkably well. And, you know, quite honestly, Jamie, he's done a few podcasts uh, for me, with me. And okay. he also talks to young men with epilepsy, teaching them that you can have a great life without alcohol and have fun. So we should have him on. We, I should. Yes, you should. He, he's yeah. a terrific. You would love him. He's quite, a, and he's a not. He's he's glowing now. So he's come a long way. God bless him. Fabulous. Well, you know, it kind of brings us full circle here. Um, nice way to close because. Uh, you know, you started your your story or this story of our sober is the new cool started with you getting sober for your son. And it sounds like you're sober for yourself. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. And when my I had a I struggled, you know, several years. Um, it took me several years before I, I got completely sober. And the in the last the, the last push I needed was um, my mother had 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 done a lot to help me get sober. And, um, in my last relapse, she didn't know, and she lost her mind and uh, to dementia. And I was so devastated by that. And I thought, you know, if you can't stay sober for yourself, do it for her. And, um, you know, it was a promise to her and that was the last push I needed. And of course now I'm sober for myself. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm a big proponent of, of moms and sobriety. So it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. I was, uh, you know what? I'm so honored that you were here and, and asked me to be a guest because I think the world of you and I love everything you do. You know? Well, thank you, Kim. How can our listeners get in touch with you um, if they want to reach out? So it's sober with a period in between every word. Sober is the new cool on Instagram. On Facebook, we're uh, sober is the new cool. Okay. Uh, we're Twitter, uh, sober.itnc. Um, on um, uh, my website is www.soberisthenewcool.ca. And I'll answer you very quickly, I promise. Fabulous. Um, thanks again for being on as a guest. And I am Jamie Brickhouse, your host. I'm the author of Dangerous When Wet, a memoir of boobs, sex, and my mother. And I tell a true story in high heels every day on TikTok, Jamie underscore Brickhouse. You can follow me there and join us where when we'll be back with another sober celebrity and another great story. Thank you for listening. 
thank you for joining us for this episode of the sober podcast we hope that you have found this episode helpful and look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to grow and implement positive change we hope that you'll share our podcast with your friends and loved ones they can find us on all the major podcast directories if you have an idea for the show want to leave positive feedback ideas or comments connect with us on the soberpodcast.com you can also reach us on our social media platform on the soberverse we'd love to hear from you a special thanks to all those who make this show happen jamie brickhouse our host carrie our producer carl fessenden our voice and our sponsor the sober network